So, I already said, welcome along to Panic Attack with Big John. You can follow me and get all these little articles and nuggets of facts I'm going to find or talk to you about uh, on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Do all the like, share, subscribe stuff. Stuff. You like that term, stuff? Alright, so we're going to kind of do this this way. Uh, trans kids are in the, the media a lot, 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 lot lately. I think uh, Elon Musk just dropped an October surprise on everyone. Uh, as well as the Democrats are trying to October surprise Herschel Walker out of the Georgia Senate race. The biggest surprise any of us got comes on the heels of OPEC talking about cutting oil production it, just in time for the holidays, America, just in time for the elections. So I wonder who they're embedded with in the elections. So last, the other day, uh, was it Sunday into Monday, I, I was literally literally uh, at a Sheets gas station getting my little late evening snicky snack, uh, turkey sandwich. And uh, I, can't, I, I left my house the next day not feeling good, had a, had a bad cold. I slept most of the day, and I drive by a gas station, and a, a different gas station, not Sheets. Uh, I think it's a marathon. I don't give a fuck. It's some gas station. It's called Riches, and I don't think that's a chain. I don't know. Anyway. But I see gas had went from $3.69, which is outrageous, to $3.99, literally overnight. I was I I, I Facebooked like, what, what the what the TF, WTF, did I miss? WTF caused gas prices to jump 30 cents overnight. <laughs> I posted a picture of the gas station. Like, what the heck? So, uh, I, it probably has something to do with the OPEC talking about cutting production. Now, energy independence people, <laughs> turn the spigot back on Biden. The United States of America can support itself. Now, that can be dangerous in a way. We don't want communism where we only you know, buy, sell, and trade between the 50 states, but... We can do it. We can be our own breadbasket. We can be our own oil and energy producers. We could have our own pharmaceuticals and clothing and auto manufacturers and cut off the, the trade with countries that are trading illicit drugs like fentanyl into our country. But anyhow, it's not what this podcast is about. Transgenderization, transgender, uh, girls sports, girls were suspended, kicked out of their own locker rooms for objecting to a trans player being allowed to change in the same locker room with biological girls. This is another case where 
a boy, a male, biological male, is walking around naked in front of now teenage girls. So, Randolph High School girls volleyball team has been banned from its own locker room while school officials investigate conflict, a conflict involving a one transgender student on the team. This is from CBS News in Vermont, where uh, Randolph High School is. Randolph, Vermont. <sighs> this one girl was told by her mother to speak out. Her mom told her to speak up for herself. And the way the article is written, it almost sounds like mom was making her speak to this issue. But the girl then clarifies her mom told her to speak up for herself and for her teammates. And the girl, I'll read what she had to say. It's a huge thing. Everyone is asking, so why aren't you allowed uh, in the locker room? Said Blake Allen, who along with her fellow teammates are currently barred from using the locker room after some of the girls on the team objected to allowing a transgender player in the girls' locker room. My mom wants me to do this interview to try to make a change, Alan said. I feel like, I feel like for stating my opinion that I don't want a biological man changing with me, that I should have... I should not have harassment charges or bullying charges. They should all be dropped. So I'm going to assume that the school has in its uh, handbook guidelines. Uh, they're called a lot of different things. I, I'll assume they have something in there against bullying and harassment. Most schools do. But what did the girl do that that was bully-ish? What did how did she bully this boy? Uh girls saying we're not comfortable <laughs> with a biological man changing with us in our dressing room. Walking around, penis out, while we're there naked with our private parts out. Folks, we've already had factual incidents of, and I'm not saying this boy's going to hurt anybody, but we've had facts that state that uh, there have been males in prisons that identify as female get transferred to a female prison, and then uh, female inmates become unwilling victims and become pregnant. Uh, she goes on, goes on to say, Alan says the dispute started when the trans student made an inappropriate comment. So he made an inappropriate comment. While members of the volleyball team 
were getting changed. She said her issue is not with having a trans student on the team or at school, but specifically in the locker room. Young girls are not quite comfortable with their bodies. Teenage girls, just like teenage boys, are going through many changes at this time of their lives. And I'm sticking up for the girls here, the biological girls. You can be a trans boy or trans girl, whatever you want to be. But young women and young men whose bodies are changing rapidly, it seems like overnight in our teens, our bodies change. And we don't always know what's happening to us. I'll tell you a little story about my damn self. I had a problem with... uh, Well, it certainly wasn't erectile dysfunction in the sense you're thinking, but I would get erections pre-puberty, and I was the first boy in my class to go through puberty. And I didn't understand why my penis was getting hard at, like, weird times. I mean, thinking back, maybe I saw a, a pretty girl, or, you know, it, it just felt like, you know, I could be in math class, and I'd be concentrating on this test, and I would get an erection. Well, I was a portly child. I wasn't comfortable with my skin. Uh, blue jeans never seemed to fit me right, so I always wore sweatpants to school. Uh, and one of my teachers, and anyhow, she went to the principal and reported me. The principal calls my mother and says, John is going to have to start wearing blue jeans or some other kind of pants to school because of this. And other kids in school would tease me and make fun of me. I'm like, guys, I can't help it. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, doing my schoolwork. That was very uncomfortable for me. But you're going to tell me this teenage boy is going to be in a locker room, this trans girl, girl, boy that's transitioning to girl, is going to be in a locker room full of girls and not be aroused? But nonetheless, the girls are uncomfortable. He made an inappropriate comment to them And somehow the ones that are speaking out, which evidently is the entire team, has to leave the locker room while he changes. How hard is it to have a separate room for him to change in? If there's one, and I know this is kind of slippery, we're talking segregation of the old South here. But how hard is it to have him change his clothes in his, in the coach's office or a separate room? I don't think that would be that hard. If you've got, how many people are on a volleyball team? Ten kids? You've got nine that want to change, that have a traditional setting where all the girls change their clothes in a girl's locker room? 
you can't ask the one to get changed in another room and then join everybody else in the main locker room while uh, while they're all clothed doesn't make sense to me we have the the swammer Leah Thomas the headline from what the hell papers I got these from now but anyways uh, the headline is 16 Penn that's University of Pennsylvania not Penn State 16 Penn swimmers issue letter in support of new trans at transgender athlete rules so basically what happened here is USA swimming the governing body over swimming for the NCAA and like the United States Olympic Committee and all that said that trans athletes must go undergo pardon me 36 months of hormone therapy before they can compete as women so they have to be on estrogen and testosterone blocker and have a very low level of testosterone per liter of blood in their system for three years before they can apply to compete as women now this doesn't overcome a lot of the the basic biological advantages that a male would have over a woman but it does take down some of that uh, testosterone uh, advantage that a male has over a woman so it's a win for women athletes the problem is U of Penn and NCAA are thinking about taking USA Swimming to court over this I think this is a win for women athletes and I hope that the courts I know if we go to the US Supreme Court they're gonna win but I hope that it, this continues as a winning streak for women athletes and hopefully the, for those girls at Randolph High School that are uncomfortable being naked in front of a boy especially since it says right in this article he's the one who made the inappropriate comment to the girls <coughs> but girls whose bodies are changing minute to minute it seems like in those teen years are certainly going to be extra uncomfortable with a biological male walking around naked with them let's go over to Hookstown Pennsylvania this isn't far from me and I, I think I'm gonna join in this uh, protest because it involves a friend of mine's brother-in-law uh, Beaver County Pennsylvania Hookstown PA like I said has suspended a teacher and it's led to protests from uh, parents <clears throat> calling for his immediate reinstatement as well as students uh, they say he's being punished for his personal beliefs and now they're hoping their voices will bring him back Southside area high school district pardon me Southside area school district this is a pretty rural area uh, it's on the south side of Pittsburgh but 
by pardon me, biology and anatomy teacher Darren uh, Casado, C-U-S-A-T-O, Casado, was suspended from teacher teaching and put on administrative leave according to his wife. She said her husband has been suspended because he refused to address transgender students by the pronouns by which they wanted to be recognized. When the letter sent a le- or the district sent a letter to the faculty and staff mandating they comply with those pronouns, uh, Casado reportedly refused and said the practice goes against his Christian beliefs and his background in biology. Weren't we supposed to trust the science? We're all supposed to trust the science. Biology, last time I checked, was a science. So, also in schools, no matter which class you're in, if you write uh, a book report, the teacher, whether it's science, uh, history, English, whatever, they grade you on your punctuation, your verbiage, your use of these things called pronouns. Why are we supposed to change the entire English language? Because less than 1% of the population wants to be outspoken on this. By the way, less than 1% is a, a statistic I made up. But a fragment, a small percentage of our population that wants to identify as trans, they want to call you by different pronouns. You want, they want you to call them by different pronouns. We are now supposed to change the entire English language to suit a minute section of the population. We're supposed to change the way the English language works. Here's the thing. A lot of these kids that are teens, that are going through trans, that are identifying as different genders, blah, blah, woof, woof, they outgrow it, as teenage kids will do. I have a friend. He's still my friend. And he was trying to be cool. He wasn't. Still isn't. But he wanted to do what the cool kids were doing. And he didn't do anything really extremely bad. But his mom, you know, sometimes my family would say, Hey, tell your kid to knock this shit off. He's out in the street playing soccer. He's hitting my house with the soccer ball. I think he's doing it on purpose. He wasn't. He just sucks at soccer. And this was in the 90s. Who the F, what the F boy played soccer in the 90s? But anyway... Uh, and he was also in band. He was a nerd. I was the water boy on the football team. At least I was a little cool. Okay, I was a nerd too. No, I wasn't smart enough to be a nerd. Well, I was smart enough, but my grades weren't good enough. So I was stupid. Alright, so anyway. Point is, his mom would say, oh, it's just a phase. And you know what? The dude grew up to be a, a cool, uh, not cool, good guy. Good parent. He outgrew it. Just like his mom said. 
It's just a phase. Wish my grandparents and such would have just minded their own business, let him kick his soccer ball into the house every ninth or 20th kick of the ball. It wasn't on purpose. So anyway, point being, we all go through phases in life. It never stops. When you're born, first couple years of life, go through a phase of diapers. Towards the end, last couple years of your life, you're back to the diaper phase. Something to look forward to, folks. You come into this world in diapers, you go out in diapers. But the point is, uh, Europe went down this slippery slope. And the United States is rolling down this slope like a snowball headed for hell. Europe, we, do, we just can't learn from their mistakes. Whether it's the green energy baloney stuffings or this trans stuff. They let their kids go, do the trans surgeries, do the trans drugs. And then the kids got into their 20s and said, you know, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a girl I don't feel like a girl anymore. I just feel like a, a gay guy or I just, you know, I, I wish I could have my penis back. Uh, I wish I hadn't killed my testes and genitive, my male reproductive parts with hormones. But it's too late. They went on puberty blockers. They went on estrogen enhancers and testosterone blocker or vice versa. And they destroyed their biological anatomy. And then when they're 20, 25, 30, and realize, you know, that was just a phase. I'm now out of it. Oh, shit fire. I can't go back. And so we're punishing teachers and students for objecting to common sense biological identities. Trust the science. Hey, I trusted the science. I wore the mask. I social distanced. I got the Fauci ouchie. I trusted the science. Me and my doctor sat down, had a talk, and made decisions scientifically. But no, when it comes to trans and all this stuff, this new fad that's come along in the last few years, now we're saying, nope, no, nope, no, nope, don't trust the science. Trust your feelings. Trust other people's feelings and thereby forcibly change your feelings, your science, and your beliefs. I call baloney stuffings. But hey, the medical industry and big pharma, which lobbies the Congress, well, buys off our Congress people and our scientists like Dr. Fauci and the uh, FDA, they are now asking the Department of Justice. This is from thehill.com. Medical groups call on DOJ to investigate threats targeting gender affirming care. In other words, trans, uh, 
transition doctors they're prescribing trans medicines to people if you go to my friend not my friend my uh a young lady i look up to although she still has her penis but blair white talks about how easy it was to get hormone replacement drugs and hormone blockers in a matter of minutes with no counseling no consultation from the doctor okay so the american academy of pediatrics the american medical association children's hospital association on monday said recent online attacks against children's hospitals and pediatric gender transgender clinics are rooted in an intentional campaign of disinformation what i just rattled off is probably going to be called disinformation although you can go on like reddit youtube and several other platforms and find the men that have transitioned to women women that have transitioned to men that now regret it but these groups are going to lobby the department of justice and they're well, probably already working on lobbying congress to <clears throat> halt stop in a woe woe supposed disinformation uh, in other words opinions like mine that go against their narrative their narrative is about making money this is not a healthcare or medical care opinion or discussion or narrative whatever you would like to say this is a matter of these groups represent people that are making money off of these kids who are transitioning to other genders sexes gender and sex used to be the same damn thing now i'm being told there are like 69 different genders whatever gender you feel like today uh and that sex is between your legs and gender is between your ears i ain't buying it okay okay good got it get it old gavin newsom the future leader of the democrat communist party of america uh a piece of human excrement from california you know what somebody told me one time about california it's the, they said it's the land of nuts and fruits get rid of all the nuts you still be left with the fruits in other words get rid of one some of the crazies you still got crazy so California governor signs bill offering legal refuge to transgender youths. This bill basically says that California is now a sanctuary state for children who want to have sex changes without uh any ramification without even telling a parent. The bill seeks to offer quote refuge end quote to trans minors and their families quote if they're being criminalized in their home states 
State Senator Scott Weiner, who introduced the bill, said on Twitter after Newsom signed it. Weiner said states like Texas and Alabama are, quote, or pardon me, Texas and Alabama, quote, are seeking to tear these families apart, end quote, referring to efforts by both states to bar parents from providing trans children with medical care like puberty blockers and hormone therapies. What did I just tell you? History has shown some of these children outgrow this phase. But California says, come on kids, hop on the Disneyland Express to California and undergo your changes. Now, I heard through hearsay that the kids can even come without their parents' consent. Uh, And I don't know if NBC News will include that in this article. But uh, in February, the article goes on to say, Governor Greg Abbott called on the state's Department of Family and Protective Services to, quote, conduct a prompt and thorough investigation, end quote, of any reported instances of minors undergoing, quote, elective procedures for trans, or pardon me, for gender transitioning, end quote. He also encouraged anyone who works with children in the state and regular citizens to report parents providing such care. Is it child abuse to get, give your kid puberty blockers? Is it child abuse to not sit the kid down and say, you know what, wait till you're 18 and your body's done growing before you made this decision? I, I, you know, I, I don't know. In my opinion, yeah, it is. And... I'm sorry, but we've got a, a few generations of kids who are running the parents, who are running the house and not the parents parenting the kids because the generations before them were taught in schools to be open-minded and, oh, you've got to let your kid make decisions for themselves. Uh, no. <laughs> I had a hell of a childhood. I shit you not. I had new Nikes every month because my mother worked her ass off to spoil me rotten. I have I had Christmases so awesome that I now, for last well, starting last year, uh, but I've always given to children's charities at Christmas, always. But I started uh, using my money that I raised from my Christmas festival here. Uh, it's like a vendor craft show. Hit me up on Instagram or, or hit me up on Getter or Twitter at the real underscore Big John if you want to participate. Anyhow, um, I donate that money to buy presents for kids at Christmas and <clears throat> uh, food for families at Christmas time because I felt bad for my classmates who came to school and lied about how 
how good their Christmas was. Oh, I got the I got the new PlayStation. Or I think it was maybe it was Nintendo sixty four, Sega sixty nine. I don't know, but whatever the cool new video game was, I actually got the thing. And I said, "Oh, cool, man! I'll bring my game over to your house and we'll we'll play. We'll trade video game." Oh well, uh, my mom my mom took mine back and got her money back, and you know, um, they didn't get shit for Christmas, is what I'm saying. But Aside from those holidays and monthly trips to Foot Locker for Nikes, I was parented. I had rules. There was no drinking under the age of 18. I had to be, or actually under the age of 21. When I turned 21, I wasn't allowed to come home inebriated. I had to spend the night at a friend's house if I was going to go out and get drunk and have a good time. Those were the house rules. Uh, I wasn't allowed to stay out past a certain time until I got old enough to, well, until I moved out on my own. <laughs> so I went away to college at 22 years old. I had to, yeah, 22 years old, I had a fucking curfew. If you're living under this roof, you're going to live by our rules. Parents don't do that now. The kids make the rules. And believe me, folks, it's a snowball rolling down the hill. And with each roll, that ball picks up a little bit more snow and a little bit more snow. And then you have an avalanche. And that avalanche is hell. It's a hell on earth where you're going to have people destroying their bodies when they're kids. When they are kids. Children. Parenting themselves this the parents have been told oh let let your kid make decisions let them be part of the decisions no that's not how it works people you're a parent you set the rules now if you're setting rules that say little johnny is allowed to transition into little susie and ruin his male reproductive system so that when he's in his 20s and he outgrows that phase, he's now destroyed his testicles and penis and can't use them anymore for what they were intended, you are a bad parent. That's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. I'm going to break it, break, break, and then we're going to talk some October surprises politically. Michael Jackson's Lonely Days Are Gone. Good for him. So, uh, I was doing a thing about campaign finances the other day. This Reverend Warnock from, or Senator Warnock from Georgia is an incumbent who's lucky to have gotten elected. He is running against Herschel Walker. He has raised upwards of $86 million, I do believe. And Herschel is raised eh, about $20 million in this race. The Republican Senate caucus has dropped about $30 million into Herschel's race. And it's neck and neck. 
the Hollyweird elites have come after Herschel Walker because he's MAGA to the scores of tens of millions of dollars into the Warnock campaign. Now, I'm going to say this. Herschel, not the sharpest tool in the shed. Never heard a negatory comment about the guy, however, until he ran for Senate. Now he's the devil. There's a TikTok or Twitter video. I'm sure that won't get taken down. Uh, of his son uh, bashing him that he had four kids with four women and was never in the house with the four kids. Now the Democrats have a woman who say <laughs> she has receipts and a canceled check from Herschel Walker to pay for an abortion. I'm not going to get into this whole article, but this woman said that Hers Herschel Walker impregnated her and then paid for the abortion. It does not say, and she does not say, that Herschel forced her to get the abortion, which would be bad, or she was adamant on she's getting an abortion, and Herschel said, well, I caused the problem, I guess I'll pay for it, if that's what you want to do. I don't know. We don't know the rest of the story. Uh, see where this story emanates from. The, from the New York Times, the headline, this is what fascinated me. Republicans rally behind Herschel Walker after abortion report. I'm glad to see Republicans defending their own kind. In past years, past elections, past whatevers, Republicans, if something like this came out, 1st of October, surprise, in politics we always have these October surprises. It's a piece of damaging evidence to swing the vote one way or another right before the election. First, they've been around for a long time, I'm sure, but the first really notable one was George W. Bush, a couple weeks before the 2000 election. It was thrown out there that he had a DUI back in the 70s that was uh, put under lock and key. He, he uh, went to a judge and went through the court system to have all his court records ever filed against him sealed. So nobody knows, was the DUI real or not? Was anything ever a seatbelt violation? What's that? <laughs> uh, uh, a speeding ticket. Anything. It's all under seal, under seal, under a judge's order. <clears throat> Can't be seen by the public or anybody. <clears throat> so, that was the first notorious big October surprise. So this comes out against Herschel Walker at a point when the Democrats are slipping backwards in the polling. The generic ballot of would you vote Republican or Democrat is leaning more Republican 
all the time now since uh, Labor Day. Herschel has climbed back into this race. Republicans, aside from... Let me get this right after I burp a couple times. Uh, make sure I get all of our nicknames now. Last I checked, it was Nuclear Ultra MAGA Republicans are climbing back into the races if they were down. But the main thing is Walker, no matter what the Democrats have thrown at him, have has not they've not been able to beat him in this race. They've not been able to push him out of the neck and neck race. The Democrats and the media, they're all all just oh well Warnock he preaches at the same church Martin Luther King Jr. preached at. Come on. Warnock is no Martin Luther King Jr. Believe that. Believe that. Believe me. Trust me. I shit you not. Warnock is a super liberal. He's for wide open abortions at, at, at any phase of pregnancy. Under any circumstance, uh, I, I don't know how you can be a pastor and be pro-abortion. It's simple as that. You can be an individual. You can be a Christian. You can be a Jew. You can be a Muslim, a Hindi, uh, whatever, Buddhist, and be pro-abortion. But when you're a man of the cloth, let's use that as a broad term, man of the cloth or woman of the cloth a preacher how can you stray from the Bible's teachings and preach on and support uh, life issues abortion is not even a political issue it's a life issue how do you support a life issue that goes against the Bible huh what huh row raggy Huh? What? Yeah, you can't be a preacher, pastor, and and be opposite of the Bible. <laughs> you know? I I don't know. Falls in a well, eyes goes cross, gets kicked by a mule, eyes go back straight. I don't know, as Cousin Eddie would say. Here's another little October surprise. Again from the New York Times, uh, Elon Musk suggests buying Twitter at his original price. Maybe Elon is dropping his own October surprise because this is the time of year leading up to them dar elections that the Twitterverse likes to start banning people, likes to start disabling accounts. When they don't want certain things coming to light that have been done in the dark. When they don't want you to find out about Hunter Biden's laptop. You can be the New York Post that verified that it was Hunter's laptop. And it had incriminating evidence of Joe Biden and shady business practices. And you can have your account locked by Twitter. <laughs> So, 
The billionaire's surprise move came months after he tried to back out of a $44 billion deal to acquire the company. Maybe Elon's been sitting back and saying, you know what? Before the other tech tyrants, the big tech giants have a chance to damn me before the election, maybe I'll hold back and wait. And then I'll buy Twitter closer to the election because this is what they were damning him for, was he wanted Twitter to be a complete free speech platform. Now, he said that any threats of violence that went uh, went against uh, a state or a nation's laws would be enforced on Twitter. Any time you threatened to hurt or harm or kill somebody on Twitter, you would be banned. You would be in trouble. But he wouldn't uh, decide what is true and what is fiction, like the former Twitter bosses had been doing. And even Jack Dorsey, one of the founders of Twitter, said, yeah, I screwed up when I put all these things in place where we had policies to ban and oust people from the platform for uh, things that we decided weren't truthful, for uh, fact checkers when the fact checkers are actually using their opinion as to what is fact or fiction. All these things. But is Elon Musk now going to purchase? Because the purchase was like minutes away from taking place. He was moments away from having full control of Twitter. And it's you know one of the biggest social media platforms. Conservatives and liberals... Uh, Sebastian Gorka, I, I was at a Lincoln Day dinner where he spoke, said, oh, the Democrats have the media, but we have this. And he held up his phone and he had, he told everybody, shout out your Twitter handle so we can follow each other. We have the social media because that's what Trump used to get his messages across in 2016 to win the presidency. Well, 2020 got closer and big tech and social media started censoring us, shadow banning us, outright banning us. So maybe this is Elon's little October surprise. I'm going to snatch Twitter up now at the closing minutes of the election and let any information free flow out into the, the Twitterverse and we're going to allow free speech to reign on his social media platform. The only thing is, I guarantee you, countries, nations, states will start to ban Twitter as it becomes a more free and open platform. So, let's see what Elon's October surprise is. I doubt he's going to drop any bombshell information, but if he buys Twitter, it's going to be open game for bombshell information to be shared by the media, by average citizens, 
Hell, even those FBI whistleblowers that are coming out left and right to say that the FBI is a politically motivated bureaucracy, they're all going to start coming out on Twitter and tweeting up a little storm. If Elon purchases Twitter this late in the game, and it could have an effect on these 2022 midterms and will certainly have an effect on the 2024 presidency if Elon buys Twitter. So God bless you all. Pray for one another. Be Love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. Until next time on Panic Attack, this is Big John. God bless you all. What's your pleasure? Around the world, come on. And here we go. Welcome back again, my friends, to the shit show that never ends. (laughs) So, this is Panic Attack with Big John. You can follow me on getter and twitter at the real underscore big john i just posted all of the news articles i'm about to cite so you can read that for yourselves but i have notes and such do the like share subscribe routine and later on in this podcast and video we'll have a little uh the full actually video of uh Herschel Walker's son, Christian Walker, going off on his dad. But first, let's start with some fun economical newsical. (laughs) This is a hoot. 91% of America's CEOs at large American companies. I was a little redundant. Let me say it again. 91% of CEOs at large American companies, so that would be your Amazons, your uh, Walmarts, your big, big, big corporations. Uh, <clears throat> they believe recession will rec- <laughs> recession will occur in the next year. Uh, we've already had multiple quarters of negative economic growth, which used to be the sign of recession, but uh, the definition of that has changed. But nonetheless, these uh, CEOs are reworking their investments with social goals in mind. I don't know what the hell that means, but it sounds ominous. Uh, Or they're gonna lay off employees. I'm gonna pick the latter. We're already in recession, people. I already talked yesterday or the day before about our rising gasoline price, uh, the fact that OPEC is cutting oil production, or at least is thinking about it. So it's not going to be good times. Uh, And this, you know... When I saw layoffs, I automatically thought, you know, we're heading into the holiday season here in America, Uh, around the world, really. Um, You you have Rosh Hashanah, you have Kwanzaa, 
you have Hanukkah, uh, several major religious holidays coming up. Of course, in the U.S. of A., uh, we have kind of the the smaller of the holidays, Halloween, but it's still you know an American tradition. People buy shit tons of candy. Kids get all dressed up. Adults dress up now. Lavish parties, costumes, all that crap. And uh, then we have Thanksgiving here. And then, of course, Christmas. Sometimes Thanksgiving is referred to as Christmas Part 1. But, you know, like today, you know, my mom went out and bought our Thanksgiving turkey. And, you know, it's the what first week of October. We're getting ready for that holiday at our home. Um, and a lot of Americans are starting to get in that holiday spirit but will they have jobs come the holidays? Um, we'll see. God God help us all. So, uh, starting off with something non-political. Manti Teo, Notre Dame linebacker uh, and former NFL linebacker, on Comeback.com, the headline is, Manti Teo makes interesting career decision. Uh, Manti has been in a little bit of obscurity since his NFL career ended. Uh, And then about a month ago, this Netflix documentary came out. Uh, You know, he was an All-American linebacker at Notre Dame. Could have been a top 10 NFL pick. Had he turned pro after his junior season at Notre Dame. But he chose to stay for his senior year. Because Notre Dame was going to have an outstanding team if he stayed. And they did. Until they ran into Alabama in the national championship game. And even though that game's been over for about 10 or 12 years... Uh, I heard just now Alabama scored yet another touchdown. So, <laughs> Alabama's still kicking Notre Dame's ass 10 or 12 years later. All right, sorry, that was a terrible joke. But anyways, he was one of the first and probably the most famous catfishing incident uh, of all time. We all get it, those weirdo profiles that follow you on Instagram or friend you on Facebook. And Facebook was still pretty new at that point. Uh, Somebody friend requested him. The profile pictures were of a beautiful uh, Polynesian lady. Uh, They had a mutual friend. Manti messaged his friend, hey, let's girl that's really beautiful friend requested me and uh you're our one mutual friend and his friend said yeah you know i've i've talked with her talking online not in person Uh, i've talked to her she seems pretty cool so manti takes the friend request she immediately instant messages him which is a sign of a scammer people uh but they spark up a, a love interest And then we come to find out that this person 
is a total fake account. It's a guy who is living his life through this fake female's account. Now, later on through the Netflix, infamous Netflix documentary, we now uh, see they, some people are on the far left are seeing Manti as the bad guy because this fake profile, which is run by a man who is really good at disguising his voice as a female, And there are even uh, videos of this now trans woman who was a man at the time Manti was talking to him, posing as a woman. He, We've seen videos of him singing on this Netflix documentary, and he does have a very feminine voice. Nonetheless, Manti fell in love. He was telling everybody, I'm in love. And then... Suddenly, this fake person dies. Alleged. Well, the person in the profile picture dies in a car accident, allegedly. Oddly enough, on the same day, Manti's grandmother died. So it's big news. Everyone feels sorry for Manti. Um,. And then the girlfriend comes back to life. And Manti is quite the naive fellow. And the fake profile on Facebook says, Oh, I wasn't dead. I was just in a coma. My friend thought I was going to die. Poor little Manti. But he did have a decent NFL career. Uh, it was riddled with injury. So it was a very brief NFL career. A lot of people don't understand. The average NFL career is like three years. Uh, so, uh, you know, the life of an NFL player isn't very long. I look now at the, the Bosa brothers who were uh, outstanding at Ohio State. And they... Uh, are in the NFL now, and when they play, they're the top defensive ends in football. But they, too, injury, miss three, four, five games a year. Uh, so who knows how long their NFL careers will be. But uh, Manti signed a deal with United Talent Agency for broadcasting, public speaking, publishing, unscripted TV and audio. So odds are, I think Manti is going to go into the broadcasting and podcasting universe, and I think he will fare quite well. He, he's a, a nice-looking guy. He's a very nice person from all accounts that I've read, seen, and heard. Uh, so I wish Manti the best of luck. Uh, and overcoming this shameful, uh, fake girlfriend, uh, now a trans woman. And uh, I hope he can go on to have a distinguished broadcasting career. He's definitely got the, the abilities. 
uh, to do so. Speaking, I've heard his interviews and seen him talk. He's well-spoken. Uh, he has the look. Uh, he, all, in all accounts, he's, he's a nice person. He was just very naive when he was younger. And Facebook, uh, catfish, trolls, whatever you want to call it, fake profiles were unheard of at the time. Now we're a little wiser. I'll be honest, I've been catfished. Uh, I eventually caught on. Uh, I was scammed out of some money. 50 bucks here, 50 bucks there. But uh, whoever it was, was you know, sending me videos of herself, giving herself a good time, sending me lots of nice pictures. So I went along with it uh, till time for us to meet up. And then I backed out and just blocked her. But And that was recent when I should have known better. But let's take a break, reset our brains out of the catfish and manti tail frame of mind. I'll come right back in with this video of Herschel Walker's son going off right after this. For those of you on the podcast. Okay, back on the podcast. Video's up and recording. So this is the video released on social media by Herschel Walker's son, Christian, just going all off on his dad. I stayed silent as the atrocities committed against my mom were downplayed. I stayed silent when it came out that my father, Herschel Walker, had all these random kids across the country, none of whom he raised. And you know my favorite issue to talk about is father absence. Surprise, because it affected me. That's why I talk about it all the time, because it affected me. Family values, people. He has four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them. He was out having sex with other women. Do you care about family values? I was silent lie after lie after lie. The abortion card drops yesterday. It's literally his handwriting in the card. They say they have receipts, whatever. He gets on Twitter. He lies about it. Okay, I'm done. Done. Everything has been a lie. And so for the right to say I'm being suspicious for saying, hey, I'm, I'm done with the lies, when you all have been calling me saying, is this true about your dad? Gosh, we're not going to win Georgia, this candidate. That's been you. You have no idea what I've been through in my life. You have no idea what me and my mom have survived. We could have ended this on day one. We haven't. I haven't told any stories. I'm just saying, don't lie. Don't lie on my mom. Don't lie on me. Don't lie on the lives you've destroyed and act like you're some moral family man. Y'all should care about that, conservatives. And then for people on the left to act as though I'm responsible for all of the things that he has done. I've talked about Father Epps. I've talked all these issues because they've been close to me. Because they matter to me. Because I went through it. That's why I've talked about it. So when you say, well, talk about your dad. But I am. I'm saying this behavior is atrocious. Don't come for me. You don't have to like my policy. You don't have to like me. You don't have to. I'm just saying I'm done with the lies. We were told at the beginning of this he was going to get ahead of his past. Hold himself accountable. All of these different things. And that would have been fine. Go ahead. He didn't do any of that. Everything's been a lie. Everything's been downplayed. Everything's been cutting corners. The whole thing. And who, who is, whose expense is that at? 
Me, my mom, as we're chased down by the media, uh, we're, we're terrorized, all these different things, uh, uh, people are questioning my authenticity, I'm done. Don't lie. Don't put this on me. You, this is a candidate issue, not a me issue. I wouldn't have spoken out if there weren't all these lies every day. And just two more things I have to address, and then I'm done with this buffoonery nutjob land. This is atrocious. He's been done, what, four or five times in this video already? People on the right are pulling up that I did a campaign event with my dad last year. They're saying, well, you supported them all last year and all this year. You look suspicious. No, no, no. You all have been calling me saying, why aren't you on the campaign trail with your dad? Why aren't you helping him out? This looks weird. You should go help him. And I've said to you calmly, I'm not getting involved. You don't know my family life. I did one event last year when we were told he was going to get ahead of his past and hold himself accountable. None of that happened. Everything's been a lie. So for me to tell you I'm not getting involved and then you also be flooding my DMs and calling me saying, I didn't know all this about your dad. We're going to lose the center race. And then when I simply say, I'm done with the lies, you go, well, Christian looks suspicious. Excuse me? I haven't told one story about what I experienced with him. I'm just simply saying, don't lie. And then for, for certain political pundits to be pulling up old pictures I posted of my dad, thinking they can police and, and determine what my relationship with my dad was. If you want to pull stuff up, I'll pull stuff up. Don't try me. Don't test my authenticity. All of this has been a lie and you've known it. You've known. So don't you dare. And then to the left, who says, well, he did all this to your mom and you were still with him. And, you know, that's weird. You know nothing about my life. My parents went through a dirty divorce. I went through a lot as a child. And, and you don't know anything. You don't know the ebbs and flows of our relationship. Nobody knows anything. So for everyone making these wild theories and whatever, that, that, that's crazy. This is about a bunch of lies. Again, I could, if I had an issue with whatever, I could have ended this table. That's not my intention. My intention is don't lie about your life at the expense of me, my mom, and all of the people that you've affected throughout your life. You don't get to pretend you're some moral family guy. You don't get to pretend all these things. Talk policy. Talk normal. Do not lie. Stay up to date with all the Okay. I'm not sure what Herschel Walker's lying about. Uh, seems like he, to me, and even his son says he's owned up to his past. You know, Herschel talks about family values. Most people that talk about anything at values are not perfect. Uh, I certainly am not. I've had my problems, my mistakes in life. And every day, I try to better myself and try to put you know the past behind me so the headline from raw story not the most reputable news source but they do have some good nuggets of information the national uh, GOP stand by Herschel Walker even after his son levels disturbing abuse claims now, I didn't see uh, abuse claims in there, but uh, in, in this article from Raw Story, it does mention things. So, one thing that Raw Story and in that video, he, he they talk about 
how Republicans are sticking by Herschel Walker. This is the difference in MAGA Republicans, unlike the GOP of the past. MAGA Republicans are sticking together. For years and years, if a Republican candidate at this point was talked about in this way, was accused of things, and some of these accusations seem a little eh, baseless to say the least. Uh, I'll say baseless. There, there's probably some merit to it. But doesn't the son sound like quite the drama king to you? Because he does to me. Uh, he appeared at a campaign event with his dad last year. Uh, he's had pictures on social media with his dad seeming as if they like each other. All parent-child relationships have ebbs and flows, as he mentions in that video. Uh, you know, I have up and down relationships with family members all the time. And I, I need to, you know, stress that that's part of life, dude. Um, but Walker's son, Christian, went out, you know, made this video. Uh, he tweeted out claims that Walker... Uh, left them to, quote, bang other women, end quote, uh, and threatened to kill us. This is from Raw Stories Report. And that, and Christian claims the family had to move six times in six months running from your violence, end quote. Um, that's pretty serious. Why are there no police reports? Because if all these claims are coming up now, if you move six times in six months, why didn't your mom or somebody get a, a police report? So were they truly moving to avoid Herschel? Because I was young when Herschel Walker was at his peak in the 80s and early 90s in football. He had an extended football career, played past his prime. Not to make this about football, but I never heard anything terrible about him. There were some articles, but it was all football related, you know. Um, I don't know. But... In the video, you know, Christian talked about Republicans and Walker supporters asking questions about Christian and Herschel's social media, uh, seemingly having a good time together. I just wonder, does, does Christian Walker have a severe case of Trump derangement syndrome and he's attaching that to his dad? That's almost what it seems like to me. Uh, the next headline, still on Herschel Walker, but from the New York Times, the headline reads, In speedy embrace of Herschel Walker, Republicans make a familiar political bargain. Uh, you know, the allegations of Walker paying for an abortion from an ex-girlfriend... Uh, his son's social media rant, 
Walker went to church, Atlanta's First Baptist Church, and he got a standing ovation. So, from the New York Times, it, it says, Herschel Walker walked into the First Baptist Church of Atlanta on Tuesday with his Senate campaign in turmoil. A day earlier, an ex-girlfriend had said said he had paid for her to have an abortion despite his public opposition to the procedure. His son slammed him on social media as a liar. Walker had flatly denied the claim and any questions of whether the Republican Party, its grassroots advocate or its grassroots activists and evangelicals would break with him seemed quickly put to rest. The audience at the church did not wait to render a verdict. He was greeted with a standing ovation. So I guess that's what they mean by the familiar political bargain, go to church. Um, Let's face back, people. Being Christian isn't about being perfect. It's about being forgiven. It's about forgiving your brothers for their transgressions against you. It's about God forgiving all of us for our transgressions against him and one another. I don't know where Herschel Walker stands, but I do know where his opponent Warnock stands. And Warnock, I don't know how he can stand up in front of a church when so many of what he, of his personal opinions and feelings and actions are against the Bible. So, back to this article, just another paragraph. <clears throat> From the closed doors, closed door confines of that church in Atlanta to the corridor, corridors of power in Washington, Republicans have raced to close ranks behind Walker on Tuesday, fearing that any break with the former football star could cost the party a seat that is widely seen as a central uh, to the Republican Party's chances of controlling the Senate uh, in 2022. Quote, full speed ahead in Georgia, end quote, declared Stephen Law, the, Repub the president of the Senate Leadership Fund. The group is leading the Senate Republican pa Super PAC, is aligned with Senator Mitch McConnell and has booked more than 34 million in television ads in the state. So Republicans, uh, especially this Steve Law, he's the driving force. He is probably should be, coulda, woulda be the next Senate leader, although Mitch McConnell has a very tight grip on that power seat. What Someday when old Mitchie goes out to pasture, Steve Law, will more than likely be a Senate Republican leader.
but let's chill out for a minute, come back and talk uh, Lauren Boebert and seven house seats that are switch supposedly switching from Republican favor to Democrat favor and kind of the general sense of the midterm elections. Be right back. All right. Well, thanks for sticking by the marathon of a podcast if you're still listening. So we're back recording all platforms. I warned you guys about fake news polls. That's the title of this segmental. Uh, I said to watch out for voter suppression polls. Uh, I don't know how the polling is worded. Don't know how the questions are being asked. When they call you up, is this what we used to call a push poll? Where they say, okay, if you know, uh, if, if rumors have it, Lauren Boebert tortures puppies, would you be more or less likely to vote for her? Uh, if you knew her opponent, what's his name? It's Alan, Alan someone, uh, or Adam Frisch. Adam Frisch uh, pets kittens. Would you be more or less likely to vote for him instead of Lauren Boebert? That's a push poll. They're leading you. They're giving you some malarkey against the person they don't want you to vote for while building up the person they do want you to vote for. So you'll say yes to, for example, perhaps rumors Adam Frisch. So in what I've read and heard and seen of all polling, a good poll has a 3% margin of error. Typically, any Republican who's in within the margin of error in the last poll before Election Day, which we're far from that, we're still three weeks away, but the last national poll, generally, the Republican is within the margin of error, they win. And this came true in 2004 when I got on bended knee and asked God, please make George Bush president again, because John Kerry was quite frankly a scary individual. Nonetheless, to modern day, this year, I think any Republican that is, say, 5% behind their Democrat opponent, if, say, the poll shows the Democrat at 45% and the Republican at 40%, I think it's going to break where the Republican ends up winning 46, 48 to 42%, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, just because there's so many Republican MAGA voters that are suppressed, uh, they're now called submerged voters and even harder to track because they're, we, they're fearing of repercussions. I am not one of those. Come at me with your Antifa and your violence. I don't care. I got a country to save. So 
her Democrat opponent, Adam Frisch versus Lauren Boebert, is now 2% behind Lauren Boebert. The problem is Lauren Boebert has been in Washington working. Something the article does not tell us. Something polling cannot tell you. Lauren Boebert has not been out campaigning. While all this time Adam Frisch should have been campaigning, I assume he was campaigning, that's how he's climbed to within 2%. But now that Lauren Boebert is out shaking hands and kissing babies on the campaign trail, I bet you that lead is going to jump to 4 5% by the end of the election, and she'll probably win by more than that. Okay, let's read what rawstory.com had to say, though. Uh, Pro-Trump law representative Lauren Boebert, Republican Colorado, Colorado, soon could soon lose her congressional seat, according to a new poll cited by Axios. Axios writes that Boebert, who is a well is well known for making inflammatory statements, is quote dangerously close to being upset by a little-known Democrat rival, end quote. As the new poll from Keating Research shows, her leading Democrat, uh, her leading Democrat, Adam Frisch, by a mere two points. If a Republican is two points ahead at this point in an election, one, the Republican Party's going to put some money into this race. We know she's someone that Trump likes. He's going to get his people out to vote for her. And she's probably going to win by 5 to 10%. That's my opinion. She'll win by 5 to 10%. Although Keating is a Democratic pollster, Axios notes that it has built a reputation as, quote, one of the best or one of the most accurate pollsters in Colorado, end quote. Even though 2022 is expected to be a good year electorally for Republicans, the poll finds that Boebert is heavily underwater among independent voters in her district who are shifting towards Frisch. That shift could easily turn now that Boebert is back out on the campaign trail. She's taking the message of energy independence, free speech, pro-gun, all these things to Colorado. And I think she's going to pull ahead and win. The next headline, again, probably a suppression thing. The Washington Examiner, the headline reads, Seven House Races Shift in Democrats' Favor, colon, poll. The seven that shifted are California's 9th District, Florida's 27th, Illinois's 6th District, Iowa's 1st District, Michigan's 8th District, Nevada's 4th District, and PA's 7th District. Uh, Right now, nationally, there are 30 toss-up seats. 
30 seats where the election is too close to call. 20 of those are Democrats and 10 are Republicans. My prediction is all 20 Democrats will lose. If the Republicans are this close, this late in the election, those 20 toss-up seats will go Republican. I think the 10 Republican toss-ups, maybe one or two go Democrat, probably not. Those 10 Republicans probably hold their seats because incumbents traditionally hold their seats. The seats that have shifted to the Republican side, uh, the latest polls have Florida's 7th district, Texas's 15th, and 34th districts. It's important to note that Spanish voters along the Texas-Mexico border are strongly favoring Republicans at this point of the election cycle. They feel the illegal immigration more than anywhere. Duh, because they're on the Texas-Mexico border. But the Spanish that have been here generationally, uh, the ones that have immigrated legally, they all favor the Republicans at this point. I shouldn't say all, that's too inclusive of a word. But the majority are favoring the Republicans at this point of the election. So, I still say it's going to be a very good year for Republicans. I'm going to do a podcast later this week with my friend Doc. And we're going to make some election predictions. Uh, One of those is like an over-under. Let me see if I have it written down handily. I think the max number of seats that Republicans could have picked up. It's back here. So the high end number that Republicans could have picked up seats in the House was 60. Uh, The low end number is 20, which either obviously picking up 60 seats would give the Republicans a super majority, 20 seats would still give them a very big majority in the House. The median in that is 40, the, or the middle of that, I should say. So uh, Doc and I are going to kind of predict the over-under. Will Republicans pick up over 40 seats or under 40 seats? I think I'm going to shoot for the over. I think Republicans pick up more than 40 seats in the House this year. Just going off what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling, what I'm hearing on the ground. Uh, My congressman's pretty safe, but I think others in nearby districts are going to go Republican. Uh, Cook Political reports the Pennsylvania Senate race between Dr. Oz and uh, this Fetterman guy is a toss-up. I'm trying to do a whole podcast on who this Fetterman is. Uh, he's he, There's just something shady about this guy. 
But I think in a fair race, this is a sign Dr. Oz will win. However, we do know in 2020, Pennsylvania was one of the states that was sued by other states for not running a fair election. (laughs) But the Supreme Court decided not to hear it. But nonetheless, it's going to be red wave November. The question is really, will it be a wave or a tsunami? At this point, I'm leaning towards tsunami. I think the polling is going to be off because of the submerged MAGA voters that aren't putting signs out. But the, the things I hear when I talk to people, everybody's leaning right, leaning conservative. The rest of the world is going conservative. So I think that's a good sign for Republicans. The thing is, you have to keep your eye out for the fake news, the fake polls, and the media bias. If Republicans are doing this well, with probably 80 or 90% negative media coverage of them, and they're still ahead or they're still neck and neck, that means those submerged voters are not participating in polls, or they're pretending to be undecided or independent you heard it here probably first third fifth you probably this is probably the last place you heard it but you heard it here god bless you guys pray for one another love somebody today be the reason somebody feels loved and again god bless you